0: Yo, 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 it's Film Saves World. (laughs) Yo! (laughs) Film Saves World. Film Saves World. Hello! So today is a different episode. Three voices. actually, yeah, we have our uh, guest host today, Eris Alvarado, returning to Film Saves World. He was our guest. We talked to him about Gilmore Girls and a lot of other awesome stuff he's done. And uh, he just can't get enough of film series world. Our Michael McKitty, so he's the guest co-host today, and our guest of honor is our regular (laughs) co-host Michael McKitty, who Michael is um, a working actor, has a hit show on Netflix, has his own feature film that he wrote, produced, starred in, and he's also a realtor and he's also (laughs) a licensed therapist and a working actor and a husband and all this stuff. So he's like. Overachiever five thousand, totally oh. fascinating guy, and uh, we have plenty and plenty to talk to him about. Well, that's sweet, and thank you for saying um, his, that. His, and I
1: also just want to his, specify: yeah. this was Eris's idea. Um, this yeah. was not my idea. It wasn't my idea to say, "Hey, hey, Shana, let's start a podcast," so that then it, by episode seven, you can interview me because I'm <laughs> <laughs> that big of a narcissist. <laughs> I'm like, that's what this is about. So I want to make that very yeah, clear. Well, and has, thank you, yeah. Iris. You know, was, it's very sweet that, to, to say welcome, that let's welcome. do this. So it means a lot. I appreciate it. Because I've never been interviewed. Yeah, absolutely. Well, podcast. and
0: Michael had, like, he you posted on your Facebook, like, okay, I have uh, this show Startup on Netflix that's like in the top six on Netflix. And Eris and I got to talking, and I'm like, why aren't we interviewing Michael about <laughs> how he has a hit show on Netflix right now? And he's living in Michigan like me and kicking ass. Like, we might as well. The show is all about talking to people uh, moving and shaking things in the industry and yeah. people that inspire right. us. And it's like, look, the two of you are always working on things. Um, so this this is a good segue into our what have you been up to uh, part. So, Eris, let's start with you. What have you been up to? You're always up to like a million things as an
2: actor. Uh, last time I spoke to you, the project that I couldn't speak of was a Ghostbusters um, project that I did with so some cute. friends. Well, my friends wrote a fan film. It's, uh, well, it's a the fan film, but it's also they're they're selling they they talked to Sony before they did it. because cool. they were trying to sell some other other projects and they were like, Well, you guys are nobodies. What else did you are <laughs> Like, well, we haven't we wrote the script, uh, this IP for uh, for Ghostbusters, and they're like, Oh, you did? They're like, Yeah, we can shoot something for you. They're like, Go ahead, shoot something. Sweet. So they shot Sweet. this, you know, as an intro for a series that they would like to sell to Sony. Especially trying to ride the wave of Ghostbusters coming out soon. Yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife, so that's out now. They uh, they already premiered, I think, at a festival in Pennsylvania. Next week they're going to be at Holly Shorts. Awesome. So they're going to make their big screen premiere next week, and then after that they're going to keep shopping it around. They're trying to hopefully Sony will pick it up, you know. And Holly uh, Shorts so, yeah. is
0: if I if I'm not incorrect, someone can. As Dax Shepard likes to say on his podcast, fact check me on this, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure uh, I'm pretty sure Holly Schwartz is uh, Academy Qualifying Festival, which is very rad that you guys got into that festival. It's a it's a well known mm. festival, really great. So, congrats on that! And you live in LA, so you'll be able to attend that one, right? Is it online or in person? Yeah, here?
2: it's gonna be in person. Cool. It's gonna be. I'm a little nervous, but you know, uh, I also have another festival on this Saturday for another movie I did uh marvelous and the black hole where it's going to be at the asian pacific uh film festival in los angeles down in la nice man
1: congrats that's so cool
0: and i also wanted to mention Eris and i i might be repeating myself i don't know if i said this yet maybe i said it i i I might have talked to you guys a little bit about it but uh (laughs) aris and i got to see each other for the first time in two years uh in july of this year i got to i had not traveled since the pandemic I had not been on a plane since July of 2020. I'm sorry, January of 2020. I went to Sundance. I went to Park City, Utah. I usually fly like seven times a year, eight times a year. I'm always on a plane between the Midwest, New York, and LA. I'm always traveling. And the pandemic just put a screeching halt to that. And I was super restless. So it was great that. uh, our film, Letter to America with Love, screened at Marina Del Rey Film Festival at the Cinemark 18 and HD in Los Angeles. That's the film uh, that I co-directed with Andrew Retland. We actually interviewed him about the film on this podcast. Uh, that's a great podcast episode. Andrew is awesome, um, and mm-hmm. he's so passionate about that subject. So, listeners, if you haven't listened to that episode, find it. And then the um, the short film I had directed and wrote that stars Eris and our friend Laura Harper, Conversations and Cars also screened at the same festival. So that was very cool, very emotional. Uh, L.A. had the mask mandate back, so we had to wear masks. Uh, the theater was a little hot, and we had masks on. And But I got to see all these people, including Eris, that I was in a theater company with, and we all sat in the same row together, and I just looked over at them, and I was like, oh, my God, I miss this. I miss these people. I miss being in person in theater. We used to be in actors gym every Monday night together. Eris and I, that's where I met him. Uh, but you just realize how much you miss people and in person events after you've been deprived from it from so long. So um that is that was great to see Eris and to be able to like share some stuff we've worked on together. Um so that was cool. But Eris, you also you've booked a couple of things. You want to talk about any more of those things besides uh, I did
2: an episode of Saved by the Bell.
0: I told
1: you. My I love friend. it. That is so, that is <laughs> uh, seriously, it doesn't get cooler than that to me. So <laughs>
0: it's Michael's dream.
1: Yeah. I love that show. It, you know, and it's it, a, it's a great I show. Oh yeah. Too. Well, I love the original, but then the new, the new, the new, yeah. new show is incredible. It yeah. really is.
2: Well, the lead, the guy who pays, um, uh, you know, Zach's son, yeah. Mac, he, he's in my, he's in my class. He's no in my shit. acting class. What? Yeah. So it was cool, you know, getting to work with him and oh, stuff. Awesome. And, you know, and then I was like, yo, let me meet Mario. So you introduced just see the Mario real quick. I met him.
1: And- Dude.
2: So it was cool. because I had I already had it in. So it was cool. And like, everybody was cool with me. The director was fantastic. Nice. It was a fe- the female director that walked into, I was, I was put away in this room. And there were like these stunt people in this, in this room with me. And she walks in and she goes, hey, oh. Hey, welcome. And uh, you did your audition was great. And she was really nice. And then she talked to the like the the uh, stunt people. Very friendly director in her opinion. Everybody was That's great so on the show. Cool, Do you remember
0: man. her name, Eris? By by
2: chance? Uh, 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 no, I don't remember it right now. No. Um, All right, we'll try to find it. Okay.
1: So did you? Were you yeah, in yeah, the exactly. school? Were you in the halls of Bayside? Can you say?
2: I'm uh, in. Mean, um, I can't say too much. I but I'm in. I can say I was in you the You son school. of a bitch. Ah! i can't say I'm, I can say I'm in the first i'm in the that first is so episode so cool man so, i
1: have to like next yeah. time I, when we yeah. meet in person i'm gonna have to touch your shoulder just so i can be yeah, yeah. i can say <laughs> i was that close to the bayside oh, god. oh my god oh, you have to
0: book a guest spot on on the bell is oh. us best that and i'll oh, yeah and i'll direct part. an episode we're just gonna put this into <laughs> the universe i'll direct l- it and cast it oh and, my god yeah. i would lose my mind that is so cool Eris. when Congrats. can we see it Eris? when does the episode air can you say yet
2: I don't know. I don't know yet. Okay. I know. I think they just finished filming, or you know, they had some delays. But um, it's going to be on Peacock. I'm, I was ask, okay. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing beginning of next year. Cool. Peacock's like maybe all the rage. Yeah.
0: Everything's on Peacock.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Well, everybody's supporting, trying to push their their streaming service. You know, that's yeah. what everybody. They're doing. all
0: starting to compete with each yeah. other and like shows that. Um, my friend, our friend, uh, mid- mid- um. Oh, my God. I'm having the worst brain fart. I blame the pandemic. <laughs> uh, Miguel <laughs> Chavez, our good friend. Also, we met at our theater yes. company. He's on the show. Um, what's the show called? Bio. I'm having...
2: Bio. AP Bio. AP Bio.
0: It was yeah. on, I think, NBC or a major network. And then it, yes, it got it was. canceled. Yes. And then didn't Peacock pick it Move back up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was yeah, devastated. He has a great yeah. part on that show. We'll have him on the podcast, Mike. Cool. He yeah, had great I love part him. on the show that, show that got canceled. He was super depressed about it. He was like, "I was like, don't get discouraged. You're young." Blah blah blah. Yeah. And then his show came yeah. back, and I think Peacock picked it up because it had a huge fan following, like mm-hmm. Gilmore Girls ask like fan following. So I was really happy Ooh. for them that that came back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. So, Eris, anything else?
2: Um, and I just worked on a movie called Bromates um, it's uh, a comedy from the writer of uh, Old School cool. he, he wrote and directed it so it's Sweet. a comedy with uh, Josh Brennan and um, Little Real Howry uh, it's, it's, I have like two scenes in it which is cool awesome. so that was fun to do awesome. yeah. and I
0: did a film with Josh Brennan I did uh, Welcome to Happiness with him and he's a cool dude he's a very yeah. down to earth like Show guy. That reminds me
1: of Josh. Like randomly, I used to do casting workshops with him all the time. We all know him. (laughs) He was always the one that stood out. Like every time I did a workshop and I saw him, I'm like, Well, the cast director's only gonna remember Josh because he's that good. They're gonna book him. Yep. And he always did. Like and without fail, they would always pull that card of like who, do, who out of everybody that read today, who would you cast? Who are you most likely to cast? And, mm-hmm. and they would always say Josh, like always. So that I'm, it's really cool to see him doing so well because he's the nicest guy ever. So I even—I doubt he would remember That's me. That's so interesting. But yeah, remember him very well, yeah. Um.
2: Oh, oh, the director's name was Daniela Eastman. Daniela Eastman? Well, East, like E-I-S-M-A-N. Not east, but okay. east.
0: Shout out to female
2: directors working
0: more in television. Oh hell yeah! Get it, girl. All right, cool. So, Michael, mm-hmm. any any updates from you? And you've moved. Yeah. Since we last, <laughs> he's always moving, selling houses, uh-huh. seeing clients, <laughs> yeah. writing. I'm doing. Netflix hit show. I'm like Michael. I'm convinced he's cloned himself. And there's yeah. Like five <laughs>
2: Michael there's multiple. There's multiple. Husband,
0: Michael yeah. McKitty, multiple. <laughs> therapist McKitty yeah. and then McKinney four is the actor. I, and then there's the one that stands in that does the podcast with us.
1: <laughs> I wish, I wish I could call myself. No, if, with any, if anything, being a therapist has helped me to learn to like calm down and not do so many things. So I'm not doing real estate now, which is nice. Oh really? And, yeah. Giving yourself a break. Yeah. Yeah. Like and
0: listen to yourself when you feel burnt out. Yes, That's
1: great. Yes. More, much more just downtime me time, figuring yeah. out how to decompress and re-energize. But Amidst all of that, yes, moved and not just moved into a house, but literally moved into my wife's childhood home.
0: I'm so glad you brought that yeah. up. I didn't know if you wanted to talk yeah. about that, I
2: find that fascinating. Yeah. Well, get so okay. Well, you bought
1: yeah. you bought it? Yeah.
2: Like you live there by well, yourself. Yes,
1: yeah. We it, no oh no God. joke, her parents built this house in nineteen eighty-seven. Wow. And then okay. they sold it in nineteen ninety-three. So the previous owners had lived here for the last 20 plus years. And being a realtor at the time, I was doing real estate. So this was around January or December, I guess. Uh, I get listing notices every day. They pop up, you know, what the new houses are on the market. So the first one that popped up was this house. Uh, And I, I said to my wife, Lindsay, I'm like, hey, um... Isn't this your childhood home? <laughs> and <she's>, she goes. <laughs> oh my god! She goes, yeah. And I'm like, Hey, do you want to go through it? That'd be fun to check it out. Do you want to see it? <laughs> yeah. So she's like, Sure, yeah, I'd love that. So we, I booked it. We went through it. The second we walked in, we were we were going. This is kind of this perfect. is perfect. Yeah, this is kind of exactly what we said we wanted. So we were like, ah, no, we can't do that though. That's crazy. It's you know, that's so weird. Yeah, and then we we went back. We're like, uh, let's go through it again. And we went through it again. Walked in the door. We're like, ah, this is pretty awesome. We should we should probably make an offer. The on house,
0: this. the house picked you. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I feel like my house picked me.
0: You know what? This is so. This is so. Shout out to the office uh, um, and Jim Helper. Yeah. The man. I was. I feel like I was in love with Jim Helper more than John Krasinski. I just always wanted to find my Jim Helper. Yeah. So if he's out there, you know. Hit me up. But Jim buys, I don't know how, if you guys watch oh, yeah. the office religiously like I do, he buys, yeah. I think Pamela's does. Pam's childhood home. Yes. So
1: for sure. No. He just
0: buys. No, them. we
1: call ourselves Jim and Pam now, Lindsay. We literally oh say that. God. Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah. Because we, we did. Totally, yeah. Because they did that too. We did. Yeah. So here we are. Here I am in, in my, this was my, my wife's dad's old office. Um and now I'm here in it as my office and it's nuts. Yeah, and we uh we there were like 13 offers on the house. We had the highest bid and there was an exact matching offer. And the listing agent said the only reason that the owners went with us is because they knew it was our my Lindsay's childhood home. So yeah, Mm, that's It's it's crazy, crazy, crazy. So but yeah, but now we've we've redone the whole house. We did all new floors and had to paint everything and we lit. I can
0: see it. It looks great. Thank you. Thank you. It was a little zoom square. It was a
1: lot of work. The former owners. Is
0: that wood floor behind you? Yeah, it's you? vinyl
1: that my dad and I laid through the whole house. And you
0: installed it, yes. which I know I bought a fixer upper. This is serious. It's a back breaking
1: pain in the ass. I've never yeah. been more sore in my entire life. Like literally <laughs> couldn't move. And yeah, that was my entire Brilliant. summer because this house, everything you see here was tan, and no offense (laughs) to the previous owners if they're listening, I doubt they are, but if they are, uh, (laughs) everything was the most hideous brown you've ever seen in your life. Like, just shit brown, like, with tan. (laughs) Everything. Everything. So we're like, it was so 90s, like, just early 90s, you know? So we had to literally go in and redo everything. So everything you see has been completely redone.
0: That's exactly and, what yeah. Pam and Jim had to yeah. do too. Uh, you know, I just want to, I want to give my grandmother a shout out because she used to live in your same neighborhood.
2: Oh
1: my right gosh, that's there. right. That's crazy. Yeah. And
0: she used to always, it was like my second childhood home and she would always say, keep it in the family. Like she's from Brooklyn. She's, she's from around where Eris is from. And uh, she go keep it in the family. Even if it was like an old pair, like an old shirt, you had to keep everything in the family. So you kept the house in the family. Um, so yeah, that is um, funny stuff. Crazy, and, um, crazy, crazy. Uh, yeah, so, but very, it's cool though. I, I think that's very cool because I feel like houses, That you know how they say pets will pick you, your aunt, your cat or dog mm-hmm. will pick you. I feel the same way about the energy of homes. Like I felt like my home picked me. It was like sort of a, like the house I bought. I moved back to my home town also from LA and it it didn't feel like a conscious choice. It just felt like, okay, I'm getting gravitationally pulled to back to where I'm from. Mm -hmm. And I feel like
1: Michael had the same experience. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. crazy, crazy, crazy. That is
0: awesome though. Um, what else,
1: Michael? I did a play this, uh, summer too. Um,
0: he did do it. You got back on stage while you were moving the the pandemic. A comedy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. It's called the 25th annual Putnam County spelling bee. It's, hysterical um are
0: they going to bring it back in october I so i can be a good friend and come I see
1: you i do? don't think so now because originally that was the plan but then a lot of the actors are from new york and so they okay. yeah they, i don't think they're going to be able to make it back and then other some of the other actors are, have booked other roles since then in other plays so um okay. it was so much fun I'll, I'll hopefully be able to get i don't know I probably shouldn't say it. The video. <laughs>
2: how did you get? How did you get involved with this? Did you? Did you see a breakdown? No, like, how did you as get involved? We'll talk
1: about. I'm sure it'll come up in this podcast more. Um, uh, it, it was a, a friend that I know that's a director that called me up and just asked me to audition for it, and I, um, nice. I, I, I auditioned and thankfully got it, and it was this crazy role, unlike anything I've ever played before in my life. Where I was this dejected, like loser uh, vice principal of a high or of a junior high school, um, who just hates his life and like walks with a (laughs) hunchback and like, and he's just a total dork. And it was awesome. I had so much fun. Um, he just, he's that character that always says the inappropriate stuff at like the worst time, uh, super Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. So, uh, we had great audiences. It was such a great experience. Um, but, yeah, busy, busy. I mean, between that, the move, and then working full-time, it was a busy summer for sure. So, All right, so, so yeah. I
0: feel like this is a good segue into what the show is about. So we're talking to Michael. Eris and I are going to switch gears. We're basically interviewing you. So I want to start with something, just as a viewer. Uh, as I'm sitting there watching this show, this is what I got from startup. And mm-hmm. you can correct me where I'm wrong. The summarization I would give viewers um, First of all, I saw uh, that this show, um, it's doing very well on Netflix. It was like in the top six or something of people, popular shows on Netflix. It is a show. It's very um, action packed, really dark. There's lots of sex. There's lots of drugs. There's lots of shady dealings. Uh, So this show is not for kids. And no. um, it's beautifully shot, very oh, yeah. fast paced, beautifully edited, uh, really great acting and writing, really original. And um, there's a lot of details, so you have to pay attention. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not a show I would recommend multitasking. I would pay attention to what's going on so you don't miss things. Um, but For it's sure. it's the basis of what I got from it is it's about Bitcoin or they don't call it Bitcoin. They call mm-hmm. it something else, but... Gencoin. Uh, yeah. Gencoin, yeah. And it's about the industry of Money completely changing and these young, you know, Gen Z-esque millennials are pitching this to potential bigwigs investors and there's pushback saying, well, you're going to push, uh, you're going to, you know, put banks out of business and, um, the, one of the lead characters says, you know, we'll think about what happened to music if you, you, you thought that music wouldn't not be on CDs, but now we stream our music, we stream mm-hmm. uh, film and television, all the blockbusters got shut down. So this is basically these corporate entities opportunity to get in front of this because this is it's interesting for me as a viewer because I have friends that have been involved with Bitcoin and very passionate about it for many years. And I'm one of those people who doesn't really understand it or I haven't taken a lot of time to study it, understand it, but you do know now in 2021, this is the future. This is going to happen. This is real stuff that money and, and things like this will go virtual. Uh But I know Eris has some questions for you too. And, um but I would say, um, let's, t- let's talk about that before we talk specifically about your character, because Michael, you do a great job. In this role. Thanks. Um, and how many episodes do you have? Are you in six episodes? Something yeah, like that? Yeah, I want
1: to say, I mean, roughly. I mean, I'm not in the... the I want to specify to the audience. Not in the show that much. But I'm, I'm grateful for the amount of time I am in it. It's. Um, I'm in... I, I'm featured... Uh, Really in like one or two episodes, but in technically six total, where you see me and I might have a couple lines here and there. You you have a recurring
0: um, role, and he does. Right. M- yeah. Michael is very modest, but he does a yeah. kick ass job in this role. Thank you. I Thank think you do a really good part. I think you were really well cast. Um, and I do. For me, you did stand out, not just because I know you, but because I just thought I just thought oh. you did a good job and you held your own. Um, but Eris, yes, yes, you're welcome, Eris. Ask him some questions as a person who right. has auditioned for TV a lot and booked a lot of TV. I want to hear you guys powwow about Speaking it.
2: Speaking of audition, mm. I want to know, how did you get this role? Did you audition <laughs> for it? Like, how did it come to you? What did you yeah. think of it when you first got it?
1: I I have to say, I mean, that, that goes back to what I was saying earlier that we're going to end up talking about this a lot, I feel, because I've been very fortunate in my career thus far uh, to have, been able to meet a lot of really great talented people um that that i'm very fortunate believe in me and 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 you know uh, are um always thinking of me uh which i couldn't be more appreciative of and grateful for um so ben kitai who is the creator of startup and, uh, and a very very dear friend of mine um he has always from day one i met ben in like 2007 Um, he's always had my back, always fought for me. He's brought me in for almost everything he's ever written or, um, uh, directed or produced or anything. He always brought me in for an audition for it. And, um, this was one of those times where we had just worked together so many times in the past that I, he just called me up one day and said, Hey man, I got this part in this show um, I'd love to have you do it. So it was basically, he offered it to me. I mean, I didn't even audition or anything because he's just that amazing and he trusts me that much. So, um
0: Let me interrupt and say something. Yeah, yeah. Let me say something about that because this is, this is so important in this industry and in any mm-hmm. industry. But the two of you, I feel like what the two of you have in common, Michael and Eris, is not only your talent as actors, your dedication to your craft and craft and um, all that good stuff. The talent is there. But, how you treat people always Mm. comes back to you full circle. And both of you are always so kind and gracious on set and make other people feel included. And you're both while you've achieved success in this industry and booked great roles, you're always humble and nice to people. And it, it, it does not surprise me at all that this creator Ben has always looked out for you because he knows you're a good guy and you're nice to people because I don't care if you have all the talent in the world and you're, you're, you're winning an Oscar, if you're, if I notice someone's rude or arrogant or talks down to others, I'm like, I'm not working with that person. If I have an mm-hmm. opportunity as a director or writer to write a role for somebody, if that person is mean to people, I'm not interested in working with them. Cause I always know you can get someone that's nice and humble and heiress, You always make people feel like a million bucks on set. It doesn't matter what the set is, whether it's Gilmore Girls are a little indie short. And Michael, I know you're the same way. So I'm sure Ben knows you're a cool dude and also talented. So good for him for knowing. I could just call it my friend Mike, cut out this audition process. And he, <laughs> I said it, it's very well cast. I believe oh, you in yeah. this role. Well. Thank you. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I appreciate you saying all that for sure. And yeah, I mean, I had worked with Ben on, we did a show together too called Chosen uh, with, with Milo Ventimiglia, um, mm-hmm. which Milo. is- a, Welcome. Yeah, I love him. He Who Eros has worked with a lot, uh, yeah, Gilmore. Yeah. yeah, you know him. that's oh. right. Oh my God, yeah. duh. Yeah, yeah. I did my yeah.
2: First small oh, world. Very yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's right, oh. dude. I didn't even think about that. I forgot. I always forget movie. he was on Gilmore. Yeah. yeah. Um, dude. Yeah, he's you know he's the best. Like he, he seems like a
0: nice guy.
1: Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah. He is such a good dude. I I will always 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 when you have like in terms of memories of like good experiences on major like big time sets with with well known people, well known actors. Um, he's always sticks out in my head as um, just such a good, caring actor—not not just a good, caring person, but a good, caring, genuine, generous actor. That I remember, we had a scene together where he has a gun to my head and he's trying to get information out of me. Where he's his—he's trying to find his 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 daughter. Basically, has been kidnapped. And so I play this drug uh, dealer that he comes and tracks down. So, which is another testament to Ben, who I uh, I just I, I really cannot thank him enough. And I I feel guilty because I want to be able to repay him one day, and I don't one know
2: day, how I'll ever day. be able
1: to. But yeah, but I but he believed. He's like, hey, I need a I need an actor to play this like crazy drug dealer guy. Uh, mm. Mike can do it, and it's like that's not a role I would ever normally. No one would think of that yeah, you know he like, gave you some
0: so ability yeah. to like go outside of the you're such the guy next door, but I love that right. he gave you the opportunity yeah. to play, yeah, to stretch yourself. That's cool. And also, listener, listeners that are not in the quote unquote industry but love film and TV, Milo is also one of the stars of This Is Us, and I know a yeah. lot of our listeners watch This Is Us, isn't he? He thought. Uh, Mandy Moore's husband in that he's the lead yes okay so that's also Milo yeah. you guys that's who we're talking about big right big name TV actor right there so yeah cool yeah
1: yeah but yeah. no Ben said to me he was like hey are you cool with shaving your head and looking like really sick and you're like fuck it, yes, I am and I'm like yeah that sounds awesome and so we did it yeah we did that and I, and I went I tried to look as like crazy as possible but then we had this scene where Milo's got the gun to my head and you know, so it's a, it's a scary gun. You know, I mean, it, it's uh, one of the, it fires blanks and, you know, it, it's the, the real shit, heavy and like a real gun. And every single take, you know, I, we, you do film, you do dozens and dozens of takes. And um, he, every single time he would stop, unload the gun, take the gun apart and show me like, hey, you know, this is empty. There's nothing in the chamber. Just to make sure that I was comfortable. That, you and felt that safe. I knew, yeah, that I was safe. And I'll always remember that. Like he was just that caring to take the time out like hey man and he would come up to me and like he'd hit me in the shoulder like hey man uh check it out okay here it is and he'd show me the gun wow go through the whole process and it was like took a good you know minute to take the gun apart show me here okay nothing in here nothing here okay cool good you go, you know to check in with me every time and i'll just always remember that like just such a good guy and that says uh, a lot yeah. about
0: him because so many other actors wouldn't do that
1: yeah That's yeah really- and yeah. Yeah, and, and also just an amazing fucking actor. Like he's so good. Like he's so good, so good. It just yeah. Anyway, his, acting his, class with him.
0: Yeah, his his acting in This Is Us is phenomenal. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love how many tangents the three of us go on. It's fucking epic. Um, uh, but it's all connected. I mean, that's such a testament to like every other person we mentioned. You guys have both worked with, you've worked with the same people. It is a very small industry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Michael, can you talk to us a little bit about your character on Startup? What is your name and what is what are you doing? Because I have yeah. my audience interpretation of it, but I want you to describe for us What's this guy's uh, you you're you you diminish your significance, but you have an <laughs> integral part of the shit that's going down in this yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, I, my character, his name's Nico Wexler, and he's basically a, um, a tech guy, a very smart, um, uh, you know, um, I'm trying to think of how to, how I would. Would you say it, you're guess, like a software
0: engineer type? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good right. way to, I mean, you understand does... the technology and what's going into this. Business. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I have
1: a lot of lines where I would literally go to Ben or whoever um, was there at the time. Uh, sometimes Ben wasn't there. He was busy uh, being the executive producer of the whole show on season two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember asking, like, what is what am I saying here? <laughs> I, don't know what this, yeah. I don't even know, like, what this. You're line... like one point twenty one yeah. <laughs> gigawatts.
2: Like, yeah, yeah.
1: There's some lines I have still on the show that I have you're no like idea I have no I'm idea what about. I just yeah. said. I love. I have that. no idea. And I remember that I remember talking to Ben about that though, saying, "How did you?" Do all of this? Like, how did you? Because he didn't know about all this shit beforehand. You know, I was going to
0: say world. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, and he'd admit that. He, you know, it's like he and he told me it was just like a ton of research that he had to do and talk to so many different people and in this world and kind of get an idea of learning about cryptocurrency and and Mm -hmm. Bitcoin and how it all works. And he had to talk um, to
0: people, I'm sure, that in that industry who know this lingo yeah. know this jargon and they would give. they would probably, yes. that's interesting research a writer would have to do. You have to talk oh to the brain, the brains, but so you're kind of the brains behind this yeah. operation in the show. Kind of. Yeah.
1: I work, well, I work with my character works for, um, this, this character, Alex played by Aaron, you who I've loved him for years. And now he's a good friend and, and haven't talked to him a while, but he's, I love him. And he's, um, just such a genuine good dude and such a great actor. And, um, he uh, is basically the head of this company uh, mm-hmm. that, that is the, the rival of Adam Brody and that whole team's uh, company. They're mm-hmm. kind of uh, trying to navigate the world and coexist. And, and, and so that's a big part of season one. And season two is kind of that whole uh, buildup of, of their uh, struggle. And, and, and so I work with him and then also uh, this character, Vera, uh played by Vera Cherney who is another amazing actor um she was on the Americans and Mm -hmm. and she's on another big show right now and I can't think of the name but um she's on is she the actor
0: that's on like everything like everything she's done a lot she's done a lot (laughs) if I saw her yeah 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 Yeah. oh
1: yeah yeah she's been in so many things but uh and a total sweetheart real life lover and, and uh very very talented and um Uh, so she's, they're kind of like the, she's basically working with the, um, the mob. Um, not to get too complex and confusing, but Alex, Aaron Hughes character is basically trying to run this business successfully. And then she's kind of getting some shady, making some shady stuff happen. And I sort of work for both of them. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to kind of, you know, I get... I'm kind of in the middle there. And in season two, I did have more. They it, unfortunately got a lot of my stuff got cut. They they had set up a big rivalry between me and Aaron's character mm. to kind of make it oh, cool. seem like I was undermining him more and that I was trying to like overcome him and maybe yeah. take over for him, which uh, we had, So I, we shot some really cool scenes together and, uh, that really set that rivalry up. And you see glimpses of it in season two. They did a great job editing all of it out. <laughs> like you would never know, which is <laughs> which is also a testament to Ben's expertise and in, in oh, his yeah. brain that he knows, he knew. It was like, this isn't really necessary. All be here. It can still work. The story can still work. So well,
2: you, and, you did it. You did it with a look or something. Right. Here, right. Here, right. Here, right. Like
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you learn though that that's going to happen in the business. Like you're going to do stuff. You're going to oh, yeah. shoot scenes, and you're going to be like, "Woohoo! I'm I'm in a ton of the season." And then you watch it. You're like, "I'm <laughs> in none of the season what? now. What yeah. happened?" That's a part of being an actor. That was my first acting gig. I was in a Kevin Costner movie called The Upside of Anger. Oh, that's a good uh, yeah. movie. It's a great movie. If you watch, there's a moment where they're they're driving by the college campus, and there's a girl that runs across screen, like running to someone. She's uh-huh. running towards me. Okay. Um, but it get <laughs> it cut right before you get to me. Um, and that was my first big like Hollywood disappointment. Oh yeah. Where, uh, that I happens was in to the theater. Yeah. Yeah, I was in the theater with friends, and I see her running by, and I'm like, "Here I come! Here I come!" <laughs> and then cut, and I'm like. Uh, What happened? I remember all my friends turning to me going, where were you, man? Didn't see you. I'm like, she was running to me. That girl was running to me. And they're like, yeah, sure she was. Sure Sure she she was. was. Oh, my God. Anytime you watch that movie, you can know, yeah, she's running. I have a question.
0: Quick question about Upside of Anger. I might be confusing it with another film, and I might not be. Uh Does this film have Carrie Russell in it?
1: Yes. Yep.
0: And she's a ballerina in it. Yep. Yep. That is yep. a good ass Mike movie. Finder, is it yeah. supposed to take place in
1: Michigan or did I make that up? I think it does. I think it's supposed to. Yeah. Cause I they shot it all here. They yeah, shot it in it. Michigan. Yeah, yeah. It was, oh, I, cause wow. I remember
0: watching it and I was like, was this filmed in Michigan? And like, so yeah, you're saying it was. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: So anyway, getting cut. Yeah. I got yeah, cut cool. out a lot of season two, but it's still, I'm grateful to be on the show. I love the show. I'm a fan of the show. So especially after season one, to watch, you know, to be there and then watch season one and be like, holy shit, I love this show. And then to be back there. I'm sure, Eris, you experienced this with Gilmore Girls even. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're a fan of it. And then I'm back on set with those same people that I love from season one. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm here with Ron and Izzy and Nick. And like, this is fucking crazy, you know? So that was a neat experience to, to be, uh, to be back in season two and to, to live, uh, amongst this world that you're a fan of, you know? So, and to have more to do. And that's a testament again to Ben. And I, I can't talk highly enough about him. And it just, he's just a good friend. And, and I, and like, I always say, like, even if I, I don't, I don't expect any of this, I don't even, you know, I just like being his friend. Like, I love the guy dearly. He's like a brother. And so it's just really sweet that he thinks of me in that regard to be like, hey, I'm going to give you more to do in season two because. And he I knows he that can
0: rely is. on you, Michael. Like, he knows, like, yeah. you know, we've like, Michael, you and I have written things, right? And like as, mm-hmm. as screenwriters, mm-hmm. I always think about who I'm casting. When I yeah. write things and what is, what is the energy this person brings to set? Are they professional? Are they reliable? Also right for the part. So he yeah. knows you're not going to let him down. Um, it's such an interesting show about what greed and money does to people and oh, who, yeah. who you'll betray and how obsessed with becoming um, disgustingly rich people get.
2: And it, yeah.
0: it it's very relevant topics to the world we live in now like who are you willing to betray let down you know whatever uh, deceive uh and all these loyalties in order to get rich and how competitive these worlds do get especially I love the the title of it uh startup I work for a startup right now
1: mm-hmm. and I know
0: a, a lot of the the kind of stuff that happens in when when there can be like I just said I, I love where I work but like they're in the world of new technology and quick, fast-paced advancements, uh, the brains behind the operations. Like, it, you have to be um, conscientious about not allowing the obsession with making a lot of money to take over. Uh, mm-hmm. There was, a, th- this is kind of a sidebar real quick, there was something on CBS Sunday morning about a CEO who created a great company and he decided instead of paying himself like $500,000 a year and his employees $30,000 a year, he was like, everybody here is going to make a minimum of 70000 a year. And th- the interviewers asked him, how much do you make? And he said, 70000 <laughs> He's just making 70000 because he wants his employees to be happy. He looks like he's a guy in his 30s. And they showed during the pandemic, some of his employees had, um, had a new baby. And, you know, it's just like he has a – he has that – moral conscience that he brings to his business, which was so cool to see because it is so rare. So this show really shows how dirty the side of business can get oh, and, and how yeah.
1: hardcore. <laughs> can get. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And I think in it just in talking acting too, like how the, the performances are just stellar across the board mm-hmm. and, and, um, Eddie Gathegi is going to be like the biggest star ever. Uh, he plays Ron on the show. The dude is just such an amazing actor. Yep. And um, and such a good, good guy in real life. And and Adam Brody too is another one that I just can't speak highly of. I love
0: of. Adam he, Brody as an actor. He
1: is. He's great. He is another one. He's like Milo, the, just, uh, mm. just such a genuinely good person. And he and I hit it off and I hope to see him again. I hope to hang out with him again because we had a really good talk one night um, in Puerto Rico hanging out. Oh, um, that, yeah, that
0: segues to Eris's question. Eris, go oh, ahead. You had a location yeah. question for Michael. I had a, que- I had a yeah. location
2: question because a friend of mine was on the show and they shot in Puerto Rico. So I was like, Oh, ask, yeah, yeah. Was it all shot in Puerto Rico?
1: Yeah, I don't. I think I'm allowed to say that. But I think, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I know most of it was. Yes.
0: Mm, I didn't know you went to Puerto 30, Rico. America. I was like, no, I, don't, yeah. I think it was in LA. What's your friend's name? So we could give him a shout out, Aris. Yeah.
2: Oh, Michael Delgado. He paid like... In the first episode or second episode, he was one of the, um, he was a hacker. He was Mm. one of the, he was a hacker and he did one episode in like season one and then another one in season two.
1: Cool.
2: he was like a crazy looking hacker with like a shaved head (laughs) and like tattoos and stuff.
1: Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Yeah. Um, Yeah, man. So So you shot in Puerto Puerto Rico. Rico. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Were you there? Like, so how was that process? Like, were they flying you in and out? Were you in LA at the time? Uh, you no. The whole you, time?
1: you know, what's crazy is that was right when I moved back to Michigan. So okay. I had just moved back and then Ben called me. And and so I was very, very happy to, you know, because I had just left LA. I was very depressed because I'm like, oh, I don't want to leave. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, but, um, yeah, so it was pretty cool to, to get the call shortly after I arrived here and, um, to say, Hey, yeah, can you be in Puerto Rico in a couple weeks? Uh-huh. And, hell yeah. <laughs>
2: did you stay there the whole time? Away. Like how like how did they shoot your stuff together separately? You yeah, I was there.
1: Out? I was there about a week, I want to say, both times, week two weeks. Okay. Both times. Yeah. yeah, about about a week on average, yeah.
2: So they they they, they try to shoot all your stuff yep. within that week. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because it's at streaming, at the time it's all streaming, they have the luxury of having all the episodes laid out uh, already, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So brand new
2: plan you go in and have a weekend and it, you're out.
1: It was such a well-oiled machine of, yeah, just figuring it all, how it was all going to piece together. And it was really impressive. I mean, definitely one of the bigger sets I've been on of, of just terms of scope and size and impressiveness overall. I mean, they it was pretty cool. But yeah, then this show came out. It was on Crackle. Crackle, yeah. Yeah, like for a long time and no one gave a shit about it. Because <laughs> like, no one knew about know. Crackle yet. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, I watched I mean, it. it
2: yeah. I watched it on Crackle when my friend oh. was like, I only saw one episode.
1: I saw his episode. Wow, yeah. Went, yeah. No one really took a, you know, it just didn't really take off. And, and and then all of a sudden, I started getting all these texts and emails over the, um or earlier this year. Yeah, where, where it was like, dude, this show is like number one on Netflix right now for like the last four weeks. It was like, wait, what? Uh, when did it get on Netflix? And so, um, yeah, no clue really how that happened. Um. But it just sort of, yeah, Netflix suddenly got it, and it just exploded. So, yeah, it was a huge, huge hit for a long time. Yeah, yeah.
2: more more talk about cryptocurrency nowadays and new cryptocurrencies coming out. I think, I mean, if this show came out like 2017 or something. Yeah, or, I think it was the so, first
1: season was released then, yeah. yeah.
2: I want to say that it was a little bit ahead of its time, but it wasn't. It was just, I don't know. Yeah. Now, I mean, there's so many with DogCoin and all these different cryptocurrencies, like, this show could, is more relatable, I think now.
1: For sure, yeah. yeah, you're right. That's what it is. Yeah, now it's just it's taken off. Uh, well, I
2: feel like it it blew up right at the right
0: time because it blew yes. up on Netflix during the pandemic, and now you know I had a really interesting conversation with my um, aunt Donna the other day. She's she's um, you know she was talking to me about how office life where you clock in for work, you sit in a cubicle from nine to five. This is a thing of the past. So many mm-hmm. people have work from home gigs like I do. So now it's like we're in the future. We're almost in a virtual reality. The three of us are talking over Zoom right now. Eris is in LA. We're in Michigan. And it's like it's like a virtual reality. So I feel like this show popping in 2020, I thought that too, Eris, it's a little bit ahead of ahead of its time. A <laughs> little bit. So all of a sudden it clicked with people this year last year last year and the top of this year uh so um and it's it's so of the mind of gen z i find observing that generation the 20 somethings right now really interesting because they're they're making millions off of tiktok and yeah. rocking the shit out of these apps and not you know they, they're the generation of the startup companies they're not working these traditional jobs anymore. You know, their job is an app. They created it, you know, and I feel like the show is about that kind of mind and that futuristic forward thinking. And um, yeah, our listeners, you need to check it out because it's a really cool series um, yeah. Michael is great on it. And, um, you know, I think, you know, I was talking to Michael about this. It, it, we've all experienced this where if you get a co-star and you have one or two lines or two words and you're trying to become SAG eligible in Hollywood, and then you watch your TV show or your movie theater, I have a similar story about a film I shot, uh, 30 seconds or less with, uh, or I think it's 30 minutes or less with Jesse Eisenberg. I had a scene. I was the bartender. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I That's went to the right. theater yeah. and in the, my writer brain was like, this is that, that scene wasn't necessary. I could just tell. And it got cut out. And luckily I didn't invite a bunch of my friends or anything. I, th- I might've even gone yeah. to the movies by myself. Cause I just knew the actor part of us is like, fuck you. Don't cut out my stuff. And then the editor yeah. and the director writer part of our brains, like Michael, you said they did a great job with the editing and they saw this was not integral to the story, but yeah. the actor in you wants to see all that. But um, yeah, yeah. Check it out. It's a really fun show. Uh, Rate it, review it. Michael's awesome in mm. it, uh, and he got he got six nice episodes. Uh, I think your mm. scenes are great, and um, I think you're very appropriately cast in it. I think you do a good job, and you hold your Thanks. own. Yeah. So, you want to say anything else about startup before we segue into your feature film?
1: Um, I, I just I hope there's a season four because the way that season three ends is like huge cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. I haven't finished,
2: I haven't finished yeah. yet. I have a couple.
1: Oh uh, yeah. It's yeah. intense. It's a great. Oh my god! It's so good. And um, but yeah. So I'm. I'm really fingers crossed for a season four. I don't know if I'll be in it or not. I would love to be, but I don't expect to be. But um, you know, I could. I could see how my character could come back. But talk to your I friend Ben. Yeah, will no. take your <laughs> ball. <But>, uh, <laughs> no, but it's all good. I, I'm. I'm just so happy for him. The kid. The, this is one of those. It's a, a, a testament to when I. I think we've talked before, Shane, about. Um, just how many talented people we know and that we're blessed mm-hmm. to know them and call friends. And he's one of them that I watched him in 2000. Like I said, seven, when we met, just bust his ass. Where did like, you meet non-stop. him? Like, we met, well, it's a long story. We met through his aunt. Okay. Uh, who I I knew and said, you really need to meet my my nephew and so we we, we met up clicked and then he brought me in to read for a short film that he did cool that he didn't cast me in that one, but then he wrote me another one, uh, wrote another short film for me um, called suck that I don't think you can find anywhere, but it's so good. I want to watch um, it. Yeah. I'm so proud of it. It's so good. And, um, I don't know where you can. I don't think you can watch it anywhere, though, which I got to tell him to upload it or something, put it on the yeah. piece, but because um, it's really well done. But um, and again, that uh, what was crazy is then again, talk about how small Hollywood is and mm-hmm. the, just the business in general. The guy that worked on Suck with Ben and me then went on to be the director of photography on a movie that I did called Deadheads that was probably one of the biggest. Yeah, we talked about so that I in the said. pilot yeah. of our podcast yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, so he was the DP on that random. Everyone's so connected. Just, yeah, 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 it's just nuts. It's nuts. But uh, but again, the hard work that Ben put in, it's a testament to where he's at now. He 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 was always writing, always directing stuff. Yeah, that's when people are always like, "What advice can you give me?" It's like, okay, you have got to just be writing. You've got to if you want to act, you got to if you want to direct, you want to write, you got to be just doing it. Don't do second guess and doubt yourself and sit around. This isn't good enough. This isn't good enough. Just do it. You oh, I've
0: been do doing it. that with a short yeah. I've been writing that I talked yeah. to Michael about. I've been procrastinating and, like, yeah, I think yeah, it's a big yeah. part of the writer's process is you just, like, talk yourself out of shit. But you you do just have to do the work. And it's just a muscle you work. And it's a really great conversation we're having about the industry of Hollywood to kind of remove the mystery um, from it. Is it's a It's a community of relationship building. And, and building these relationships with people you like working with and you find a DP or an editor you love working with and actors you love working with, you'll bring them back like Ben has mm-hmm. done with you. You were living in Michigan. That didn't fucking matter to Ben. He was like, yeah. I'll fly him to Puerto Rico. Let's go. And Ben, I'm hearing he wrote and produced short films and was oh, – yeah. uh, that's inspiring for me to hear. And it also sounds like uh, he – he's very, um, I would take an educated guess that he's a, he's very smart with knowing his target audience. He knew this industry of Bitcoin and what's going on. There's a big audience and attraction to that right now and has been in the last, you know, eight or so years. And he, he didn't tell himself, Oh, I don't know enough about this. I'm not a technical enough person. He went and talked to those people Mm -hmm. and that's how he wrote this, this, uh, this series which is really great and he made it happen yeah. so it's yeah, it's a yeah. cool story about making shit happen and yeah. um yeah so cool stuff um eris any other questions for mike about startup
2: um no i'm assuming ben is from michigan too is yeah. he yeah. i didn't know that
0: yeah good yeah, question
2: I mean, the aunt, so i was like okay he must be
0: yeah famous.
1: So he's from yeah, you're Michigan. Right. Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. cool. Shout out to mm-hmm. Ben. You know I Yeah, and also another,
1: <laughs> another writer of the show also is Josh Corbin, who's another friend of mine. He went on to executive produce a show on Hulu called Reprisal that's really good. And so um, he's also from Michigan, too. So small world.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, Ben, if you ever want to be on Film Says World, Doors. Yeah,
1: love I'd love to have him and Josh on yeah. so maybe we can get him eventually. I don't know if Ben will do podcast but you never know i'll ask it
0: ben are you too cool for our
1: podcast yeah (laughs) i'm just kidding he's very he's like batman he's very he likes he hides in the
0: well i'm batgirl so bring him on